All right, everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Blockers. Rich Cardona. I'm here with Eliza. What, what? And we are going to do a little chatting about being lost in translation. And it's, it's, it is so subtle, but we enlisted a service provider recently, and we'll get into the story, but there was one word, one single word that meant a huge difference mm-hmm. between what we were calculating as productivity and what we could put out in terms of um, an output. Hello, redundancy department. So that's what we'll talk about here in a second. But first, uh, we really want you to know that this podcast is sponsored by Dennis Volpe. He is a retired lieutenant commander in the Navy, uh, accomplished academic, and he belongs to the Leadership Research Institute. And what Dennis does is executive coaching for all of us who are looking to get unstuck. And this is one of those things where you probably know you're stuck, but you don't know what kind of stuck you're in. So Dennis is here for that, uh, for transitioning service members, for people transitioning in their careers, for people in that are emerging leaders or mid-level managers that really just need some guidance and, and essentially someone to help them construct the roadmap into where they want to go. So definitely look Dennis up. We will link to him in the bio and check him out. Okay, so we are going to talk about being lost in translation. And we have a service provider. And I I guess I won't divulge what the service is, but they said we would have a dedicated team member that would fulfill X, Y, and Z for us. We would hand them over assets and this dedicated team member would do X, Y, and Z. What happened? Where did we go wrong? (laughs) Well, the dedicated team member um, was not dedicated exclusively to us. And our interpretation is that they were dedicated exclusively. So what that looked like was our assumption being they were exclusive. We ran into a backlog, like a a total bottleneck of some of the stuff that they were working on because we thought, how is this possible that you're supposed to be dedicated to us and this particular task that they're responsible for should have taken no more than an hour. And here we are eight (laughs) hours later and we're like, where's the rest? It's because they had moved on and we didn't have anything else in their shoot. So yeah, I think that contributed to a massive delay and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, that's a really important discovery on the back end. It's a good thing that we cleared it up, but it's also like how many other terms, especially as new business owners and entrepreneurs are launching things, how many things are getting lost in translation because you simply don't understand the definition of it and what that looks like for a service provider or a contractor coming on board to help you. Um, That could lead to a lot of problems down the road. I mean, it certainly does for us. And we're both at this point pretty experienced. I mean, I come from a whole world of contracting and stuff. So you're never too experienced to fall into a trap like that, I think. I agree. And the the interesting part is that when she says exclusive, like I completely had this image in my head that this dedicated team member was like, Rich Cardona Media, baby. Like, that's they're wearing all. our that, shirt. That's... They're wearing our hat. They're sipping from sipping from our cup of coffee, oh, and they're like, man. "Oh man, I'm I'm swimming in this Kool Aid." Yeah, just bought in and here to serve. Well, we are one of this team members' the roster rate. of clients as well. <laughs> yep. Um. So that was a total letdown because here we are. Obviously, I'm the one who kind of got to almost the point of ambivalence and just being like, what? 
the fuck is going on? Like, it's a wrap. Like, how can we, why are they not just thinking about us? So it's so important, but let me give a different example and completely being transparent here is we got called out a few months ago oh, yeah, by a prospect who said your clients, uh, and actually it wasn't the client, the prospect said, uh, the, the prospect mentioned our website. So they reached out to a couple of people on our website that I had under uh, this big picture graph thing that said worked with, you know, who we've worked with. And for me, I was encompassing the entirety of people who I've worked with for filming, whether it was paid or unpaid, people who have paid for services and podcast guests, because we, in my opinion, did work together. I also was just like not really giving a shit about the website. Well, it turned out that this prospect reached out to one of the people I've interviewed multiple times. And this person, as a common courtesy, was like, hey, Rich, uh, they asked me if I was a client. And I said, no, I was never a client of Rich's. And I was like, oh. Now, my immediate uh, position was one of uh, almost being defensive in terms of saying like, you know, I, I've, I, didn't, I didn't lie about anything. Like, that wasn't the intent. I'm not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes at all. And then I was like, okay, well, let me look at it from a different perspective. And the person who passed on this warning, so to speak, in the best and most politest way, as she always does, I was like, she's been in this business for a long time. I'm going to take heed to this instead of being an idiot, and we're going to reconstruct. Now, what happened after that in terms of the prospect? Well, I mean, we circled back and we just said, hey, this is kind of what happened. And it was, you know, just not intentional in terms of misdirecting or misleading or anything like that. And we came back completely authentically. Like it was just kind of an unintentional oversight. She was totally fine. It became a non-issue. She was just like, okay, but words matter. I'm a wordsmith, which is good. I mean, that's important to this individual and that's okay. That's, you know, that, that means something and not necessarily that that became the deal breaker, but that was their method of validating. That was their method of trying to get a discounted freaking crazy deal. I think they would have done that regardless. Okay. I, I, sh- I think they would have done that regardless. Right. I'll zip it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll zip it on that. Well, yeah. anyway, we didn't go for that because that's not how we roll. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think we can land the plane on the fact that we resolved it by coming back and just like owning up to the fact that it could have been misleading. And from her standpoint, not knowing us or having a personal relationship with her uh, or, you know, she doesn't know how we operate. She was referred, but there's not automatic trust. She hasn't seen any of her content, really. Yep. So with that, the immediate action was we got to take down the website. Yeah. And reworked it. This is, this is why I got defensive. Because I'm like, we're going to take down the website for one person. This has only been brought to our attention once. And that is enough. That is enough. Yeah. So circling back to words matter, how do you advise, let's just say it's an honest mistake. Okay, like you, you, you are a solopreneur. You are marketing. You are the web designer. You are the salesperson. You are the biz dev. You are the fucking email checker, calendar inviter, everything. Yeah. I made a mistake. I, I, I misquoted something. I misrepresented something. Good intentions, bad judgment. How do we rebound from that? I mean, the only way to really re- rebound is acknowledge that you made a mistake. I mean, because it doesn't matter what your intention was. People, if they don't know you, they can't make assumptions about your intentions. Mm-hmm. The only thing that they can do is take what you say at face value. And if it's misleading to them, then you've already lost. 
So all you can do is go to them and acknowledge like, hey, we messed up here. Like this is clearly not our intent, but we can understand how it came across to you. And that's enough for us, which is exactly what we said in this case to that prospect. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really all you can do. And then from there, you make modifications like how can this potentially be perceived, which that's ultimately all of marketing is how can I put myself in the consumer's mind's eye? How can I put myself in their shoes and feel their needs to solve their problem? That's ultimately what we're trying to do with content marketing, with any kind of marketing. Because that, that's, you know, you're meeting them where they're at. So don't be defensive. Apologize with humility and solve the problem. If it happens to be in terms of your offering, which is exactly what we encountered, that very well may be grounds for releasing that provider if it doesn't meet your needs. So I think the other lesson here is your offering needs to be impeccably understandable, but it doesn't also need to be wordy. Yeah, I think people overcomplicate things. We talked about that before. You know, things get lost in translation because you've either over-explained or under-explained. We had a 16-page monthly report we used to give to clients. Yeah, man. Nobody's going to look at that crap. How, how, how long is it now? It's it's three. Ish. And and Less. the first page of it is all pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's really two. Um, but I think that's the, that's the problem is it gets too wordy. No one's going to waste their time. I mean, the reason why video is outperforming everything is because people like to watch things. Mm-hmm. No monthly report that's 16 pages long is going to get any traction. Just like no explanation of your services that's more than a page, page and a half maybe, mm-hmm. that has like 90% words on it, is going to get any traction either. So I think simplifying things, obviously making it easy for people to absorb and understand. And sometimes it's just giving them enough so where they have a string on the sweater to pull mm-hmm. so that they have enough to ask questions. You don't have to solve everything through one piece of content or one piece of paper or one article. You, you have to solve just enough to either pique curiosity or solve the felt need at that given time or for that given topic. And sometimes it's just starting a conversation. And I think brevity and clarity together here are are the winning combination. But I can admit uh, on our side, you know, we we do believe words mean things, but we didn't think of a point to just continue to ask certain things. I mean, we we very well could have said that means we get them all the time, right? Like they are going to be working eight hours on our stuff, but we never, we never thought to. And and I don't want, I mean, I don't think that was negligence because I thought we knew what we believed, but at the same time, if you have 5% doubt on something or you want clarification, ask that question just to be sure, because you might find yourself in a situation where it was unintentionally misrepresented or it was lost in translation. All right, everybody. Well, I think that wraps it up for today. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this journey and on these podcasts. It's been super fun for me to hop on here with Rich, and hopefully we're providing crazy amounts of value to you. Of course, if there's anything that you have uh, on your mind or any reactions or questions, you can certainly rate and review us, and you can always get in touch with us by emailing Rich or emailing me, finding us on LinkedIn, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I want to add something really quick. Swag. Ooh. 
We are going to come up with swag soon, but if you have swag, we want swag and we will wear it proudly in the podcast and you know the clips will be on LinkedIn. But if you have swag, please send us anything that you have or hit us up if it's t-shirts, hat, knives, guns, you know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Just let us sit here like Annie Oakley. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just let us know. Um, And then obviously we can shout you out as a sponsor. Uh, That would be our honor to do so. So please get in touch with us if you're interested in hooking us up with something that we could be a little bit more awesomely clothed uh, or what? whatever awesome but yes yeah, we'd is. like to represent for sure but yeah we, we'd love to support other small businesses so thank you thank you eliza you're welcome <laughs>